What do you mean stop parenting and start coaching? I love the phrase. I mean, it's basically our thing, right? That is our thing. It is our thing. But when you say stop parenting, if I, I'm trying to pretend as if I'm hearing this for the first time, uh-huh. and I, I almost want to, you know, get a little defensive, saying, "Well, what do you mean stop can, parenting?" Can I go after this I, right now? I am a. See, you're getting defensive. I, I'm, get, I'm getting defensive of our point of view. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But yeah, but let me play parent for a second. Okay. I'm thinking. Well, wait a minute. Parenting is maybe the most important job I've ever had and the hardest job. And we would agree. And you're telling me to stop it. I'm saying that the perspective needs to shift. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You're preaching to the choir. I know. I totally get it. But I'm trying to... I'm trying to think, okay, if you say stop parenting and start coaching, by the way, I love when I have conversations with people and I say this Mm -hmm. and they stop for a moment and they think about it. Yeah. I've even asked them, hey, do you want to talk about that for a moment? And I hear things like, that's a, that's an interesting approach. Mm -hmm. And they know that I, I mean, we're engaged in something good. Right. So, but for a moment there, they're thinking, oh my gosh. What are they trying? What are they doing here? We're we're this trying is- to get people to shift their mentality to approach it in a different way. Because parenting doesn't, in air quotes, the way you parent your younger kids doesn't work with when they're teens. You can't tell them what to do. You can't be that direct with them. You can try, but it generally doesn't go well. Can I share a great experience I had? Okay. Yes. Well, I'm yes. going to share. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm in the I'm in the office of the school and. There is a, one of the adults in the building is talking to a kid and the kid is talking about how they're, they're going through their driver's ed experience and they're in the car with their parents and their mom is just berating them for every little thing that they do. And they're so uptight while they're driving that they keep making all these mistakes. And so the, the adult that's talking to him is bringing the parenting approach and, you know, well, you know, your mom's just, she cares about you. And yeah, mom cares about you, but it, it's creating this conflict. And so I had to jump into the conversation. I said, you know what? One of the best things that I've learned to do is that when I'm in the car with my daughter, my daughter's the youngest one. And so she gets all the good stuff. I wreck the first four, but the my daughter gets the better version of me. And what I learned to do is with her and with all my other kids, what I should have done is I don't say anything. We talk about different stuff. We don't talk about driving. I don't comment on how they didn't pause for five seconds at the stop sign or, you know, do exactly the right thing. We just go. And so we don't talk about it. And that's the approach we're talking about. Parenting is the micromanaging that you do with your kids when they're older, just like driving in that car. And you want to tell them everything to do and you want to point out, oh, well, you didn't stop here and you didn't this. And all it creates is conflict, unnecessary pressure and stress. And when you just sit back and enjoy the ride and just talk about other things, talk about how beautiful the day is, talk about it. It's a great opportunity for them to feel like you trust them, feel like you're giving them the freedom to be who they want to be, but staying connected with them enough where you can guide them. Oh, let's let's turn left up here. Don't tell them how to turn. Just say, let's let's turn left up here. Little things. You get this stuff. You're a driver's ed teacher, right? No, I'm not. Oh, you're a reformed driver's ed teacher. I see. I'm a recovering one. Recovering one. Yeah, I'm done with that. But I have lots of stories. Yeah. But no, there's. Uh, I mean, I used to have kids tell me that I, they were intimidated 
by me because I was, you know, <laughs> the basketball coach and, and uh, they were often surprised that after driving with me, I would frequently hear things like, oh, you're a lot more calm than my, <laughs> than my mom is. You don't point every little mistake out like my dad yeah. does. So I, I see what you're saying here. And that to us, when we say stop parenting and start coaching, it's trying to create a different approach where when you're connecting and working with your kids, you're acting more like the guide. You're acting more like the person that's enjoying being in the car with them, riding along, having a great experience, you know, maybe offering, hey, let's turn left up here, something like that. But you know, if they turn right, it's no big deal. We just kind of enjoy that that ride together. And we feel that that coaching approach is, is so significant in building great relationships with your teens. So when, when somebody's making this shift from parent to coach, for the people that this, this, this is going to be hard for some people. Yeah. I think, I think the shift actually will be fairly smooth for some. Yep. And it may be difficult if you've been on the old model for a while and now you have some other, you have another teen that's that's coming up. If you've been, been following this certain pattern of, of parenting, change can be really difficult. For those people, what is what is your suggestion for the for the first step to take in order to start? Because I mean, I hear this uh -huh. and it makes sense to me and I've done both and I see I see the extreme value on, on being on the coaching side versus the parenting and air quotes side. But for somebody that, that's struggling right now listening to this thinking, I, I don't think I can do that or I don't want to do it. Maybe if they don't want to do it, it doesn't matter until they change that attitude. But somebody that thinks, I, I can see value in this, but how, how do I start? I really think the best question to ask is, is to get into the, the purpose of your parenting. What are you really trying to accomplish as a parent? And a lot of us just land on, I want my kids to be successful. I want my kids to be safe. I, if you can identify that, that helps a lot. And often we're not fully conscious of what that is for us. We might say it's for them to be successful, but we might be more concerned with their safety and so we're going to parent more because we're obsessed with, I got to keep them safe. And so we go everything we can to prevent them from doing this and this and this that might cause them some kind of pain. And a lot of it is, it's so much of it's introspect. The first step is you got to go inside yourself and really ask, what do I want this relationship to look like? How can I get that relationship that I want? We all want great relationships with our kids and we all, all want our kids to be successful, but how we go about it is is very intro it's it's driven by a lot of our beliefs our attitudes and if we're not in touch with those it's going to be hard to make the shift this is why getting a coach is huge like we're we're at the other end of the pyramid now when we started talking about the parenting success pyramid it's all about getting a coach having a coach helps you step outside and look at your perspective at the top end of the pyramid now it's about coaching your kids you've had a coach You've built your relationship skills. You've built your skills in equipping and encouraging and empowering. But now you're at this point on the other end where it's let's go coach our kids. And it, it involves you being able to really understand yourself, your motives, and what you really want your kids to become. Can I tell the lamppost story? Please do. 
Do you, do you, have I told you the lamppost story? I'm not sure story? if I know the, by, by that name. I mean, uh, this has become one of my favorite stories because I'm obviously just a huge fan of coaching and it's, it's what I do now. We do our, we both have our one-on-one yep. practices and, and then we're, we're combining our efforts and, and creating coaching here with Stop Parenting and, and, and uh, Stop Parenting and Start Coaching. This reminds me of a story that was, um, told by Steve Chandler, who is a, uh, we're big fans of Steve Chandler. And uh, he's often referred to out in the, in the life coaching world as the godfather of coaching. But he was, he was talking about the value of coaching, why you need a coach. And he said that, you know, you would, you would get great benefit from talking to a lamppost. (laughs) And so, I mean, it, it immediately, immediately made me laugh because I, I have a lamppost in our park strip right. out in front. Yeah. And so I, I was actually picturing myself just out I'm there talking. I'm picturing you out there talking. Yeah, and it, I have a couple of neighbors that definitely would have noticed that. So I, I may do it just for fun to <laughs> see, see what stories get told about me throughout the neighborhood. But his point was that just you talking to the lamppost is going to help you to get your thoughts out. What you were just discussing, you know, asking yourself what what matters, what, you know, what do I want out of this situation? If you're talking to a lamppost, you're going to start working through that. Yeah. So imagine if a lamp, how much a lamppost could help you. Imagine <laughs> what a, what another person, what a coach, and especially a skilled uh, and experienced and trained coach, one who uses an inquiry discovery method to help you go further than you would on your own with the lamppost. I mean, it's, it's amazing how much progress is made in a short amount of time. And then imagine multiplying that over years. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, the sky is the limit as far as your, your progress and your development with coaching. Steve, that's awesome stuff. I think that, and, and why I'm so passionate, and I think that's, you're as passionate as well, because this is our passion project. We love doing this because parent-teen relationships, the most important relationship. And if we can help people get this right, it's going to change thousands of lives. There's so much love involved in this. And we as parents want to see our kids succeed. And if we can shift enough to where we're that person, the lamppost, where they can talk to us and we don't judge them, we don't do it, we just act almost like the lamppost. Listen, 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 and get them to share, get them to talk, that's when we're going to really start to be able to guide them and help them. Like we've talked at your, your story with your daughter, Amber, where you had that conversation, you listened, you listened, you listened, you asked great questions, and then she started asking you for some help. And ultimately, that's what we're after with this coaching approach is we want the relationship to be one where you're guiding them, you're helping them, through asking questions and getting them to think about things. And eventually they're gonna realize you're on their team. And that's when they're gonna invite you in as a parent to be a part of some of those bigger decisions and some of the things that they're going through. And that's what we all want. That deep connection with our kids where we're guiding them and we're helping them achieve their own version of success. Oh, I I think that's what we're after here. Yeah, they're. I mean, these kids are on 
they're on their vacation. Sometimes we, <laughs> sometimes we want to force them into our vacation. Yeah. And they're, they're living their life. And, and so if we can help guide them, and like you said, create a relationship where they're inviting us back, then you have a chance to, for a real transformation. I think it's important for parents to be patient too. I know this is, this can be, be real exciting to try this new approach. And you may start thinking about, you know, you get a laundry list of, of things to try. Like, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. And we have our tools that you can use. The QOC tool, the question-only conversation, the communication ring. And what would you suggest to a parent who is so excited? I mean, it's I, I think of like a tennis player that all of a sudden you you watch a video on, the, on five different shots that yeah. you can use. And in your next match, you're trying to use all of them. And it doesn't turn out so well. Just to start, just listen. Just listen more. As simple as that might sound, just shut up and listen. Ask a question and listen to the answer. Could we say be quiet and listen? Be quiet. Yeah. I was told not to use shut up. Oh, I'm sorry. That, is that the answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just be quiet and listen. If they know you're listening sincerely, they're more likely to respond. Kids are so, they feel so much pressure. They want so much to be successful, to prove that they can do it on their own. Uh, they need a coach. Like we talk about everybody needs a, kids really need a coach. They need somebody that they know isn't there to judge them, isn't there to tell them how to do things, but is there to ask great questions, to encourage their thinking, to encourage them. Like we talked about with the Triple E toolkit, being able to equip, encourage, and empower. This coaching approach will revolutionize the relationship that you have with your teen athletes and performers. And it will help them in their journeys to be the best that they could be, whatever that looks like. Maybe they are good enough to go and play at the next level. Great. But that won't be the way that they fulfill your dreams or it's, it just becomes authentic and pure and it's their journey now and we're there to support them. I love it. I think that's a great place to wrap up. Yep. I think that, uh, yeah, that's some really good stuff. So we're here at the top of the pyramid now. We're going to get into more of this idea of how you can successfully coach your kids we're going to be talking about more skills that you can develop as a coach. We're treating you as the parents, as coaches now. So we're going to talk about some skills you can use to continue to get better at this idea of coaching your kids. If you have any questions, any ideas that you want us to dig into a little bit more, shoot us an email, create, transform, become, all one word, at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you because we want to help coach you to be the best coach that you could possibly be for your kids. Thanks for tuning in the Stop Parenting, Start Coaching podcast. We honor you for the great and hard work that you do as parents. Keep it up because as Steve says, you guys are the MVPs. Most valuable parents. On behalf of Steve Galley, I'm Nate Crandall, and we thank you, our loyal listeners, for tuning in to this episode. If you love what you're learning from the Stop Parenting and Start Coaching podcast, we would appreciate it very much if you would leave us a five-star review and some glowing comments. We also encourage you to share this episode with your friends and family who are parents of athletes and performers. And if you want to explore further and see what Steve and I are creating to help thousands of parents, athletes, and performers, please visit our company's website at createtransformbecome.com. That's createtransformbecome, all one word, dot com. 
There you'll find a growing number of resources to help you elevate your performance. Thank you again for your support, and we encourage you to create a magical relationship with your athlete and performer.